0: Welcome to Monday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better
1: morning. I'm going to be honest with you, Carla Marie. What's that? I am surprised that our voices are actually intact Mm. as we recorded this podcast.
0: Yeah, we had uh, quite the weekend. It was emo night here in Seattle, and we were scream singing, as you do, at emo night.
1: Oh, I was screaming every single word to every single song, but here we are. And in Core 4, I'm going to explain something that is in the planning process in Washington, D.C. that is causing a lot of controversy.
0: And could you live underwater for 75 days? I'm talking about that in Nerd News. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Murray, And today is Monday, May 15th, 2023.
1: The Core 4. The four headlines you need to know. There is a really interesting debate taking place in Washington, D.C., Should conservationists have the same right to federal land as oil companies and ranchers? So let me explain. Right now, the federal government owns just over 400,000 acres of land, which, for comparison, is a little smaller than the state of Alaska. And currently, those federal lands can be leased by oil companies for obviously pumping oil and by ranchers for their cattle to graze. But the Secretary of the Bureau of Land Management, who was appointed by President Biden, has introduced a plan to let conservationist groups lease federal land the same way oil and cattle industries do, which would create a direct competitor to those industries. Now, it's just a plan at the moment, and it's in very early stages. Actually, there's supposed to be a virtual public hearing today about the plan. So if you're interested, Google that. There is heavy opposition, however, to the plan. Lobbyists and politicians who are close to the oil and cattle industry claim the new plan would basically be anti-industry, and they're not wrong considering conservationists would be allowed to lease land specifically for it not to be used by those industries. But it is important to note that the conservationist leases wouldn't overtake a current land lease by either oil or cattle companies, and hunting and other recreational activities would still be allowed on land leased by conservationist groups.
0: New York City has converted old hotels into shelters to accommodate asylum seekers. The historic Roosevelt Hotel in Midtown Manhattan closed down three years ago, but it's now an emergency shelter. On Saturday, the mayor announced the hotel would provide up to 1,000 rooms for migrants who are expected to arrive over the next few weeks. Another hotel being converted is a Holiday Inn in the Financial District, which has 500 rooms. Attorneys for the hotel said reopening as a city-sponsored shelter made financial sense and it's bringing, quote, substantially more revenue than normal operations because every room is rented every night. It's not new for New York City to use hotels for shelter. During the pandemic, they rented hundreds of hotel rooms rather than sending people to overcrowded group shelters. However, the city has cared for more than 65,000 asylum seekers and has opened 140 emergency shelters.
1: The entire balance of global politics could be shifting with one election. As it stands right now, Turkey's President Erdogan, who has been president for 20 years, doesn't have enough votes to be reelected as the president of Turkey. Now, unlike American presidential elections, candidates in Turkey can't take office unless they receive over 50% of the popular vote. And as of yesterday, the sitting president, which is Erdogan, was leading the election but only had 49.3%. If he doesn't get over that 50% threshold when overseas votes are counted, Turkey could head back to the polls with a two-candidate runoff where Erdogan could lose his two-decade-old rule of the country. And like I said to start, that could throw off the entire balance of global politics. Even though Turkey is technically an American ally and a member of NATO, Erdogan has tightened his country's relationship with Russia and caused some issues for other NATO allies. Last election, Erdogan won with 60% of the vote, so this is a pretty big drop-off for him, but he is expected to get more overseas votes than other candidates. We'll just have to see if it's enough to avoid a runoff.
0: If you have a trip to Yosemite National Park, you may need to adjust your plans. Three of the most popular campgrounds at the California Park are temporarily closed beginning today because of a forecast of flooding. The flood is expected as the snowpack in the Sierra Nevada mountains is melting due to warming temperatures, which obviously happens every year. But there's an issue this year because the snow has been melting at a slower pace than normal because of the below average temperatures last month and a lot of cloud cover. But now the warm weather comes out of nowhere and it
1: could get crazy this week. And it was also a lot of snow over the winter.
0: Yes, there was a lot. And the National Weather Service issued the flood watch until at least this Friday. And it is insanely hard to get a campground at Yosemite National Park. So for those campers, that sucks
1: and here's the exciting news
0: hope for humanity even when the news sucks there's still hope
1: there is a new champ in town carla marie okay as long as that town in question is specifically in the united kingdom according to a report that was just released by imperial college london in the first quarter of this year 32.4 percent of the uk's electricity came from wind farms, which overtook gas as the number one source of electricity. That's crazy. And overall, 42% of the country's energy came from renewable sources. The United Kingdom has been one of the world leaders when it comes to wind power, despite the fact that installing wind turbines onshore has been banned since 2015, meaning a lot of the new projects are offshore wind farms. The UK is hoping to make all of its electricity emissions free by 2035 i have no idea how we functioned before having our accounts connected to rocket money
0: we get alerts when subscription costs increase and it's great because then we can decide if something we're subscribed
1: to is worth keeping yeah and if you're not careful They'll sneak up on you. <laughs> they do. Uh, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings.
0: If you want to know what's going on with your finances, but you definitely do not want to comb through every transaction, you need Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. So if you have multiple credit cards or bank accounts, this lets you see everything you're spending your hard-earned money on.
1: Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of This episode of the Morning Show podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We talk all the time about getting your priorities in order, but how do you actually know what that order should be?
0: Great question. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of that. Yeah, you don't need to wait until you're dealing with trauma to start therapy.
1: Actually, going to therapy can help you develop coping strategies for when you do find yourself in those difficult situations. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try.
0: It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. There's a brief questionnaire to fill out before you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge.
1: That's one of my favorite features, honestly. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash CMA show today to get 10% off your first month.
0: That's help, com slash
1: CMA show.
0: Think quick. It's two second tunes.
1: I am very excited for today's two-second tunes, mainly because I have a whole playlist that I take to the gym with me (laughs) that revolves around the songs we are playing today. But before I get into that, Carla Marie, why don't you introduce our guests?
0: So today we have Nick and Amanda playing. Nick's coming to us from Harrisburg, PA. Amanda from Grants Pass, Oregon. They don't know each other, but this, I'm going to explain how they they came here today and why they're both here. But first of all, good morning, Nick. Good morning. And Amanda, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So Nick filled out the form to play a game on the podcast, and he said that he was a Britney fan, knew Britney music, and I had no one else who said the same thing. Okay. So I I put out a call, and I was like, hey, on Twitter, anyone want to go up against someone who knows Britney music or just pop princess in general? And Amanda stepped up to the plate.
1: Amanda answered the call.
0: So today's theme, Mm -hmm. Anthony, is?
1: Pop princesses. Okay. Let's see how this goes. You guys look a little nervous. (laughs) I know my music.
0: I'm
1: excited. Oh, okay, (laughs) Nick. Let's see. Well, Nick, since you know your music, you are going first. Here is your first two second tune Toxic Britney Spears.
0: Two points. Imagine. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it would have been real unfortunate if that was the one you got wrong today. (laughs) Uh, But you have proved you are a Britney fan, and now we turn our sights to Amanda. Amanda, here is your two-second tune. Oops, I did it again, Britney Spears. <laughs> two points. I did it again. Okay. Now that we got Britney out of the way, we are moving into round two. And remember, these rounds should get harder as we progress. But if you're a music whiz, they're all going to be easy for you. Nick, are you ready for round two? Yep. I know it's Kesha. Um, <laughs> heartbeat. No, no, die young. I need a final answer. Either heartbeat or die young. It's die young, Kesha.
0: Two points. It
1: is. Well done. I was like, man, if he picks heartbeat, it's gonna, it's gonna break my heart because it's in there. It's it in is. the song. I was like going through the lyrics in my head. I was like, still perfect through the first. One and a half rounds. Amanda, we turn back over to you. Here is your two-second tune. Just Dance, Lady Gaga. Ooh, one point. <gasps> Wait, because is it, it is face? Poker oh, Face. It's, it's Poker Face.
0: Read she was so confident, Amanda. You were so confident. I know. And but is, you knew it. You one of my favorite it.
1: things about recording on Zoom and seeing your faces as we play <laughs> is... <laughs> the second the song played, Amanda had that look of confidence, like, "Oh, this is so easy." Mm-hmm. And then the panic. It's an easy mistake they to sound make. The same, they First do. missed point we've had this morning. Damn. Nick, there's this is your window <laughs> to put some distance between you and Amanda <laughs> in our hardest round, round three. Here is your two second tune. Good for you, Olivia Rodrigo. Ooh. Gave us the answer in half a second. That was impressive. <laughs>
0: Although I would argue that she's not a pop princess. She's like badass punk.
1: She just won yeah. four, uh, what are those music awards? I don't know, Grammys? Grammys, there we go. She just won four mm. Grammys, didn't she? Uh, or more than that, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, pop stuff, yeah. I think she is a pop princess. Okay. I think she's the newest pop princess. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll give it to you. Well, congratulations <laughs> to Nick, Yay. our Yay. pop princess <laughs> champion <laughs> for the morning. <laughs> Thank you both very much for hanging out with us. Amanda, thank you for answering the call. Yes. And uh, the the pop princess call. Thank you very much for that. Nick, congratulations one more time. And thank you both for making time for the Morning Show podcast. Of course.
0: If you want to play a game on the Morning Show podcast, you can fill out the form just like Nick did and tell us your favorite genre or artist. And we'll find someone to go against you if you don't already have someone in your life that you want to compete against. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This is for all of our deep sea nerds. A Florida man just set a record for the longest time living underwater without depressurization. Joseph Titori has been living underwater for 75 days. What? He's a university professor who goes by the nickname Dr. Deep Sea. So he's staying in the Jules Undersea Lodge, which is at the bottom of a 30-foot lagoon in Key Largo. This place is crazy,
1: by the way. it's a lodge? Like, you can rent a room?
0: I'll get to that. Hold on. Okay. So he beat the previous record of 73 days, 2 hours, and 34 minutes, but he's not done. He plans on staying until June 9th, which will be Day 100, and this is all part of a mission called Project Neptune 100. It's a mix of medical and ocean research along with educational outreach. He conducts daily experiments in physiology to monitor how the human body responds to long-term exposure to extreme pressure. Hmm. He says the idea is to, quote, populate the world's oceans to take care of them by living in them and really treating them well, end quote. So basically, he's just trying to see if one day we can live
1: underwater. But I'm I'm interested in this underwater lodge. Okay. Explain so, that.
0: Pun intended, I did a deep dive on the Jules Undersea Lodge. And there's a ton of YouTube influencers who have gone there. It's like thousands of dollars a night to stay there. Okay. And you put in scuba gear. And it's only, you go down like 20 feet. So it's nothing crazy. But you put on like scuba gear and you swim down like kind of under it. And you pop up through like this little room. Yeah. And then then you can like get into the hotel area. But it's not like glamorous i and can't
1: imagine it what, is
0: there's wi-fi down there what? because what they do often is for example like this professor yeah. is doing live interviews he is con- like teaching class from there that's so cool. it's like high speed internet just saying we could do this podcast and twitch from there can
1: we can we reach out to the black pearl what's this thing called <laughs> the jewels undersea lodge but, i would if we can reach out no to the jewels see, i'm undersea not doing lodge, i'm not doing it you wouldn't even like go it
0: down pop up because i watched what do you mean go down, pop up? I watched this. Okay. It is like, it's creepy because the water's like murky. I was getting like real bugged out watching it. I think I'd be claustrophobic, but the YouTuber I was watching said she didn't get claustrophobic. I'm actually going to put a link to the one I watched okay. at the themorningshowpodcast.com. It was so good, but they have like professional people that kind of bring you in there. I hope so. And how do you bring your equipment? They have these dry bags and dry boxes, oh. and they bring it in, and then you can order dinner and they go to a local restaurant and bring the food in
1: there for you. That's pretty cool. It is cool. Um, how do you go to the bathroom?
0: Oh, they didn't hit that part in the video.
1: Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> <Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do>. <laughs> Do you remember when Jagged Edge and Nelly asked us where the party at? I do, actually. Well, we finally have the answer, Carla Marie. <laughs> where is it? Twitch.tv/slash Carla Marie Anthony.
0: Oh, I was gonna say because you know what? If there's a late night party that Jagged Edge and Nelly are throwing. I might be sleeping.
1: We finally let them rest. Okay. With our Twitch channel, <laughs> they don't have to keep asking that question. It's it, that's it. All right, so we're throwing the party on Twitch. Yes, Twitch.tv/slash Carla Marie Anthony. We go live on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, which means today we will be live. Yep. And we go live at 8 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast, which is 11 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. Again, twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. That is where the party at. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. This is Pop Stop.
0: We talked about Jamie Foxx and how he was still in the hospital just last week because that's what all of the reports were saying. Well, his daughter says he's been out of the hospital for a few weeks. What? On Friday, she shared to her Instagram story that he's been recuperating and that he was even playing pickleball the day before. She also said that they have an exciting work announcement coming this week, so I'll follow that, keep you updated. But we still don't know why he was in the hospital, but it seems like all is well.
1: And I'm, I'm happy that yeah. he's out, if that's true, and he's healthy. But
0: who was lying? Who
1: was telling, yeah, who was telling us the other side of the story? I have no idea. And then there were four. The NBA Conference Finals are set. In the West, LeBron James and the Lakers will take on the Denver Nuggets starting tomorrow night. And in the East, Jimmy Butler and the Heat will face off with the Boston Celtics with Game 1 set for Wednesday night. And for all of the teams that are out of the playoff, especially the uh, the really stinky ones, you get to cheer for the NBA Draft Lottery on Tuesday Mm -hmm. because the 14 worst teams from last season will learn their fates tomorrow night. And the stakes are super high this year, considering any team that gets the first overall draft pick this year will almost certainly take the seven foot-two French prospect, wow. Victor Wembanyama. And I saw him play once or twice this season. Guy's amazing. Granted, he's eighteen, so well, you never know, you know how it's gonna work he's out. But 7'2". two. He's seven two, shoots like Steph Curry, dribbles like Kyrie Irving. He's Really, really good.
0: Okay, well, here on this podcast, we're going to root for the Denver Nuggets because Chicken Nuggets.
1: Chicken Nuggets. Also, today's episode number 303. Denver. 303, Denver. Uh, But in the NHL, Carla Marie, there is still one series left before we can get to the conference finals. And no offense to anyone listening in Dallas, but let's go cracking. Game seven, baby, tonight. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it.
0: Anthony, you know when you're feeding a baby and you have no hands to do anything else because, you know, you have the bottle, then you're, like, using your chin to hold the bottle so that you can, like, reach for your coffee? Sure, yeah. From all the babies you fed?
1: I've, I, I don't think I've ever fed a baby.
0: Okay, so it's actually a struggle. Because so, wait, you're explain little, that again. What are you doing? You're holding a baby, right? Okay, yeah. And then you have the bottle. Okay. Okay, now what if you need to, like, sip your coffee?
1: Use your feet. Okay. Or a really long straw.
0: Exactly. So Canella cane was created by a dad and it's kind of, it's so hard to explain. So go to the morning show podcast to look at it, but I'm going to try. Do your best. It's like a little hook, like a candy cane shape that goes around the back of your neck and it dangles like a necklace. Okay. And then it holds onto the bottle and just oh, rests in the baby's mouth.
1: That's cool. It is very cool. So, so as long as the baby is like going at it. Yeah, because really, they're sucking on it, yeah. they're going to keep it. Yeah, there. that makes sense.
0: So go to the podcast dot com. It's a pretty cool invention, and thank you to Danielle for reaching out and telling me about canella cane.
1: And this is going to sound really dumb on my part. Okay, I'm I'm fully aware. Yes. And if any parents want to reach out and let me know, you can message me uh, directly mm-hmm. at WorstAnthony, on Instagram. But how long do you actually have to hold the bottle there for the baby to finish it? Like, can't you wait a couple minutes and then do whatever the thing you were supposed to do was with that free hand?
0: A couple minutes. Sometimes babies like take. 15 to 20 minutes to finish a bottle. It depends.
1: They should really eat faster. You
0: should really, we need, can someone give us a baby for a week?
1: (laughs) I feel like babies aren't very economical with their time. (laughs) themorningshowpodcast.com the
0: morning show podcast
1: every morning every morning i to with them. carla marie and anthony episode number 303 is in the books 303 303 like i mean we talked about going to emo night uh, last friday
0: yeah like the band
1: 303 the band is which that,
0: are they from denver yeah they're from denver
1: that's the whole thing mm. also from denver bridget and mark both listen to the podcast so thank you to everyone in the three Oh three for listening to episode three Oh three. We appreciate it.
0: Don't forget to come hang out with us on Twitch. We go live at 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. East coast time.
1: And we'll be back in your ear tomorrow with the Tuesday show.
0: Thanks for listening to the morning show podcast.
1: Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony.